this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad and honored to be with you guys today. And I tell you, we get so many great reports around the world. I mean, we have emails that come in left and right all the time of people saying, hey, we really enjoy the podcast. You know, uh, it encourages me. It motivates me. It gives me a little hope for my future. And, you know, and I was sharing on a couple of uh, weeks ago podcast about prophecy. And I mentioned about how prophecy is edification, exhortation, and comfort. Well, if we break it down, what is prophecy? Prophecy is nothing more than God's voice. So if you're not getting, you know, motivated, encouraged, comforted, you know, um, edified, then you need to take a look at the person speaking to you because obviously they're out of the voice of God. The voice of God always brings forth edification, exhortation, and comfort. Jesus even went as far as to say this, the words I speak are spirit and life. So anything outside of those things, folks, let me tell you something. I don't care how anointed and appointed that pastor might look, you know, or or how much they can holler and scream or they have a big following. You need to stick with the Bible of Basics 101. And that is anything that is doom and gloom, anything that is putting you down, making you feel horrible, you know, it's not the voice of God. And so it's another voice. And so make sure you're hearing things that are positive, vibrationally, that are uh, that are taking you higher and further into the things of God's kingdom. Because if not, it might not be true prophecy, or it might not be God's voice. And all prophecy is is what? God's voice. So you got to think, is somebody speaking on behalf of God that is aligning with what God said you could speak on, of what he would speak out of you, or is it coming from their own soul? So I wanted to give you food for thought for that today. Now, I'm sort of excited because I want to talk about today faith and the law of attraction. Faith and the law of attraction. Because one of the things that's really hit home with me for, gosh, the past 20 years, I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in ministry 30-something years, guys, okay? Just give you a heads up on that. I am a little older, but hey, I still act young and I still look young and feel young. The doctors say, hey, your insides look great like a young person. I'm like, yes, that's because I, I eat healthy. I do what's right. So, uh, but you know, the, the, the thing of law of attraction that has mesmerized me for 20 years if not more has been how aligned it is biblically. It is so biblical from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And once again, if you don't like, if it triggers you for that coin term, law of attraction, don't worry about it. Just throw that, throw those three words out if you have to. Just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. In other words, don't throw the truth of it, of attraction, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You don't want to throw out those things because those are the basics, but yet they're also the foundation of who you are in your life. And so when we look at faith, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says this, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the substance of things hoped for. So what faith is, is faith is the actual substance, okay? In other words, you're sitting here saying to yourself, you know what, God, I really need a new job. I really need a new car. I need a new house. I really need some money. Um, I need joy. I need this. I need that. Well, faith is standing sort of in the gap. In other words, faith is sort of taking place of the thing or, you know, that you're desiring. And, and, and so faith is sort of standing in that place of that until you're able to see it in your reality. So, in other words, faith is inside of you, 
It's the substance, okay? It's the very materialistic or the very uh, nuclear uh, portion of the thing you're, you're hoping for that you're going to get your hands on. In other words, it's the very thing you're trying to manifest. And faith is like it stands in the gap for you, for that thing. So in other words, like say for example, if I'm like, Lord, I really need a car really bad. You know, I've been believing God for a car for a while. I know God's going to bless me with a car. Then faith is, faith sort of takes over the place of the car. Okay. And faith is saying that I'm going to stand, I'm going to, I'm going to be the thing you're going to hope, hope for because I'm the thing that opens the door for the car to manifest. That's pretty much what it's saying. And so, you know, when you think of faith as a substance of things hoped for, it's the evidence of things not seen. That means you have proof. Your proof is that if you believe in your heart, the Bible says, and shall not doubt. And the Bible even goes on, on uh, to further say, you know, um, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, if you don't doubt in your heart, these things will happen to you. These things will happen for you. These things will manifest for you. So I want you to think about that from a biblical point of view. Because it's the also the substance, but it's the evidence. So if somebody says, but you don't have a car. Yes, I do. I have a car. Here's the evidence. The evidence, the proof, the substance is my faith. Because that is the only thing that actually will make this work. It's the only thing that makes it manifest. It's the only thing that proves that what I'm believing is not crazy. It's what I'm, it's what I'm standing in the gap for that I'm going to get my hands on. So that way people might look at you and say, you seem a little crazy. You know, you, you know, you're looking for a job. You're already acting the role out of another job, you know, that you're going to have. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're talking about having a car, but yet you don't have a car in the natural. You're, you know, hoping for a house, no longer to rent, but to buy, you know, from an apartment. And there's no proof here that you can get this. And yet here you are. You're just wishful thinking. No, you're not. The difference between people that wishful think versus those who move by faith is understanding like the scripture says your faith makes you whole. The Bible looked at the lady and said, Jesus looked at the lady and said, you know, your faith has made you whole. It wasn't even anything that Jesus did. It says your faith made you whole. There's a power in faith. Faith has the transformative power to make something materialize, to make something whole. Am I making this up? Am I adding to the scriptures? No. This is what the scriptures say. So because of that, when you stand in faith, other people that are not walking in faith will not see that. They will not understand that. that. But you don't have the money for it. You don't have this. You don't have that. The key thing is that's not that's irrelevant. Because wishful thinking and faith, faith says it's mine. Faith says it's here. Faith is the thing that manifests it. Faith is the thing, thing that materializes it. Okay? So faith is lets me know that I will have it. And here's why. Because the Bible says faith without works is dead. So if you have true faith, Here's the key thing. Now, people think, oh, I got true faith, as if true faith is like high up there in some, you know, um, uh, extremity that you never speak negative, that you never talk, you never say anything bad about it. You know, in other words, you have to be perfect in your positivity. That's not true. That's not true at all. It's okay to say, man, I'm not feeling good today. You know, or, you know, I'm believing God for this car, you know, this, this house, but, you know, at the present moment, I'm just, I'm putting my action to it. The reason why faith will never let you down is because true faith has action behind it. Faith without works. 
You know, so you can sit here and say, well, I'm going to attract this new car. I'm going to attract this house. I'm going to attract more joy in my life. I'm going to attract more grace in my life. I'm going to attract a spouse, whatever you want to say, whatever. And I'm, I'm talking not just natural things, folks. Let me just get that straight. Okay. For those of you that might think, you know, he's very materialistic. Oh, no, I'm not. Trust me. I'm totally not. It is, it is the natural and the spiritual, the soulish. Though they're just as equally as important. Did you hear that? Just as equally as important. Well, no, brother, all this, this world's going to pass away. But no, hold on a minute. The scripture says, I wish of all things you'd prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So Paul never said, but you can't outdo the spiritual or you need to go make sure you're always, you know, make sure the spiritual is always higher than the natural. He didn't give you that rubbish. No, he said, what did he say? He said, um, he said, you know, I wish of all things you'd be in good health even as your soul prospers, which means, which, which means I want you to be in good health. I want you to prosper just as much as your soul is prospering on the, on, uh, you know, reading the scriptures and reading good books, whatever. But that means nothing if you're not also bringing that out into the natural part of your life. You know, and, and so if you have nothing in your life and there's nothing going on for you and, and everybody hates you and you, you don't even have a dollar to your name, I don't care how many scriptures you know, you can tell me, man, I've been studying the word for years. I'm, I go deep in the spirit and I, you know, ooh, ah, and I'm, I'm totally not impressed by that stuff at all. Literally, I'm, that doesn't impress me one bit. I've seen enough people that were kooky and spooky spiritual and fruit loop, uh, you know, to, uh, and I can like, that means nothing to me at all because if you can't manifest what you're manifesting in the spirit in the natural the bible says you're a false balance so go talk to go talk to somebody else <laughs> you know because the bible says about talking the talk and walking the walk you got to make sure you're walking the walk and and walking the walk means putting action putting action putting action putting action with faith so wishful thinking is not trying to be super spiritual nor is it trying to say you know I, i'm way up here on the corporate ladder where i can't even speak a negative word if I'm not feeling good or if I've got the flu, I better just say, I'm feeling wonderful today. Well, no, it's okay to say I'm not feeling too good today, but I'm believing that's going to change because I'm speaking to my body. Well, that's good. That one little negative thing about you're not feeling good is not going to take you to the grave, folks. Okay. Don't be, don't be one of those people that, um, that are borderline superstitious. That's not, that's not biblical. What you want to do is you want to be able to, to say what's really happening, but you also begin to layer that with what you know is really about to happen to you. And that's how you do it. And so faith is saying, I got to have action. So when somebody says, you know, I'm, you know, oh, I'm believing God for a check in the mail, you know, my, you know, and coming in the mail and or I'm believing God for a mate and well, you're on day websites no I'm not I'm not on any dating websites uh, you know I, I you know I'm, I stay home and I pray in the spirit realm and God's gonna bring and I'm, I'm and the whole time I'm like blah 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 <laughs> because God God probably does the same thing because you know he's looking saying if you have no action you're not moving in faith you're you're you don't realize it no matter how much Christian language you put to it you're moving by wishful thinking because faith is saying I'm gonna move out on that faith is saying what can I do to make this happen Faith says, I'm going to put my, I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to go to back to school. I'm going to go on web, you know, dating websites. I'm going to, you know, start getting out more in public so I can run into the, you know, the, the man that God has for me or the woman God has for me or the, you know, uh, my, well, my kids going to come back to me. So make sure I'm calling and saying, Hey, how you doing? I love you. Mom loves you. Dad loves you. Whatever the case may be. But if you think for a moment that you're moving by faith and you're literally sitting like a bump on a log in your house and you're not doing anything, 
anything. You become a, a couch potato, you know, lazy, just watching TV all day long. But you're believing God for the impossible. Well, you can keep on believing God. It's like you're wishful thinking, so it's never going to happen. And you'll be nine years old thinking, why I never get married? Oh my gosh, why did this never happen to me? How come I never, I never was able to, you know, to get enough money to go on vacation? Because you were wishful thinking. You never moved in faith to say, what is faith? What are the steps that, that are found in faith? That's telling me what to do to where faith is going to make it happen for me. Because are we putting faith within faith? No. What we're doing is we're putting a faith in God, but we're knowing the keys that God is just telling us to use. It's the same way as, as when the scripture says, um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Well, here the scripture tells me to seek the kingdom, not even the king. But does that mean I throw out the king and not the kingdom? No. It means there's a leveraging, balancing act here that says this. Okay, let's finish the scripture. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. There is the persona of the king, righteousness. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added to you. So, what is my key to get the things I need in my life? Seeking the kingdom of God. What are my keys to, you know, to healing? You know, uh, not that there's one step, two step, three step, four, but what are my steps to healing? My steps to healing would be, number one, start eating healthier. Number two, exercise. But I'm believing God, I'm going to supernaturally lose weight. Well, you keep on believing God, and if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, and you, you, and you develop diabetes and, and, you know, high blood pressure and everything else, then you know what? You're wishful thinking. That's not faith. And so nothing's going to ever happen for you because you've got to get in the, into the place and in into that dimension where faith is, can breathe and faith is alive. It breathes. Think about it. Faith breathes, breathes like breath, like the, like the breath in you. Faith breathes on action. They're married to each other. Okay. So, so faith without works is dead. So in other words, faith can't survive without action. And so, so if you don't have action with your faith, then you're not moving by faith. Your faith is dead. It's not, it can't resurrect anything because it's not resurrected. In order to resurrect faith, you have to have action with faith. And so, so law of attraction is letting you know the exact same thing. That faith is saying, I can manifest something for you, but you've got to stand on my, stand on God's word, believe it that it's real, calling those things that be not as though they were, the scripture says, manifesting it into the natural realm of what it is you're believing and hoping for that is healthy, that is going to, uh, you know, and, and, and nutritious, for lack of better words, to your soul, your spirit, your body, and also making sure that your action is aligning with that faith to give it exactly the fun, the finishing touches that it needs and, and you know on what you're believing for that's what you do I can't expect a car if I don't go to a car lot and look around right God's going to bring me a car hallelujah no you're just lazy and wanted somebody to give you a car because you don't want to work, work for it and the Bible says a man that doesn't work doesn't eat so what you're doing is you're saying God now I don't really believe your word but I know that scripture is not for me because I'm tree picking right here and I'm going to take out all these scriptures because I just I just trust you and God's going to say oh ye little faith you don't even know who I am you don't, you have no clue who I am in your life do, I, do you because that's not the way I operate if you want to get to know how I operate, get to know me. And I'll tell you how I operate. And how I operate is by faith. The Bible says, when I come back to the earth, will I find faith in the earth? He's looking for faith. And faith is not, once again, not just about cars and homes and material stuff at all. Faith is about, if I want joy and happiness, i got to believe by faith that, you know what, joy is in me. The Bible makes it plain. It's the joy of the Lord is my strength. So what's my key? How do I get strength? By moving in joy. I don't feel like it today. Well, then you're never going to have strength. But I'm begging God, give me strength. Oh, God, give me strength.
And God's like, you're anti. You're being antichrist right now because, because that's not, that's not how joy enters in through the gates of your heart. How joy enters into the gates of your heart is the scripture that says what? Um, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. So my key to unlock the gates is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a happy tone. It's a thankfulness. It's a joyfulness. So if I want joy, then I've got to, and I, I need strength. I mean, I'm going to have to open, open up joy. I need to start laughing more. Laughter with good like a medication. I need to start laughing more. I need to be joyful more. I need to make sure that I'm I'm active in, well, I don't feel happy, but I'm going to make myself happy. I'm not giving myself a, a fake joy or a fake laugh, but I'm going to know that, you know what, all things are, are, are possible for those that believe and, and I'm happy about this. And so I'm going to be joyful. I'm going to start laughing because I know I can, because here's the thing, you can find anything to laugh at. How many of you have ever been down and not happy and yet all of a sudden you flip through social media and you see this crazy meme that is like hilarious. You see this crazy video on TikTok that's like hilarious. For those of you that are that are sort of more holier, that don't get on TikTok and 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 and, and Facebook and Instagram, go with your conviction, but just make sure it's a truly conviction and not some kind of conspiracy theory, alright? God is not in conspiracy theories. He's into faith. <laughs> Amen? He's, in, he's into wisdom. So if you don't want to do it because your conviction, hey, go for it. I honor that completely. But don't, but don't be but don't go off some conspiracy theories, please, people, please. That's anti-faith. So when you think about that, you know, you, you can watch a funny TikTok or reel on Instagram or whatever it is you're on. And, and when you do, you might get a little chuckle, you know, because you know, as I know, even if you're like not having a good day, you look at, you look at something, you're like, Oh my God, that is so cute. That's what you do. That's how you begin to birth forth, because that's your key right there to birth forth strength, is to enter in through joy and thanksgiving. So see, there's always keys and doors being unlocked, and it's very easy. It's not even hard. It's just understanding how to attract and, and, and by what means. And how do you do that? It's plain and simple. Is pull something in the moment that you don't currently have, but yet you do have it. <laughs> so the key thing is you already do have it. You just got to pull into play as if it's already there in your conscious mind, as, as if it's in your hand, as if it's in, you know, your, your life, moving in your life, because everything that you're talking about that you're trying to manifest is coming in the heart, because the heart already has everything in it. In other words, the spirit realm already has seen you play it out. You've already had it. You've been there, done that. And so now you're waiting for it to manifest in the natural, right? And so guess what? In the spirit realm, in the spirit of, you know, that's inside of you, then that means it's already played out that role. But your soul and your, and your body has got to play the part to know what that's going to look like and how it's going to happen. And so what you do is you move by the keys. I'm going to be joyful today because joy gives me strength. I'm going to start being thankful because it opens up the gates. I'm going to let the King of Glory come in because I know that's how He moves. I'm going to move by action because I know that's what faith is. I'm going to be able to do this because I know that love is greater than faith and hope. And so I'm going to, so if I want that, I'm going to move out in this. So you got to think about all the different scriptures are nothing but just keys. They're just keys that unlock and unloose so many different things in your life. So that way you move away from wishful thinking and you move into the true biblical creation of law of attraction and faith. And when you move in that, then the Bible says nothing shall be impossible for you. Faith makes everything possible. Everything's possible by faith. And what is faith's greatest best friend, its sibling, is action. 
So never say, this is what's going to happen in my life, and not do anything about it. Because those words will be powerless if you don't have action behind it, because it won't be true faith. So make sure today, folks, you are understanding how to operate by biblical terms and principles. Because think about law of attraction. You will attract everything in your life that you have become. And what I want to become, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm moving towards, is that I already am in the Spirit, but the natural part of me sometimes can be a little stubborn and try to catch up to that. And so what I'm trying to convince myself of, move on myself, to, to bring forth the awakening I need of what I already am is that I am part of the sonship of God. That I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I can, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. Uh, you know, I, I have faith to move mountains. And if I want, and I want a new car, I want a new home, and I want more joy. I want more friends. I want more relations. I want honesty. I want truthfulness. I want compassion. I want, I want passion. I want more light, more love, more hugs. I want, you know, a better job. I want more, more financial, you know, breakthroughs. Then all that is going to come by me saying, here's my faith. If I want love, I need to give love. There's my action. If I want a new job, I need to update my resume. I need to make sure I'm getting quali the qualifications I need in order for me to get the job that I need to I need to get my hands on. Right? If I want to if I want to hug, I got to go hug somebody else. Well, I'm just not approachable. Approachable. I just don't like people hugging on me. But yet you feel down and depressed and 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 you feel alone. Well, hello. No wonder why. Because you're not putting action of that in which you really want in return. And what you want in return is a love. So what do you do? You give love. You force yourself out of the paradigm you have created. Let me say this again. You force yourself out of the paradigm and the boundary you have created. Not the devil, not God. You've created. And when you get rid of that paradigm and that boundary to say, no, no, I need a hug. I need to be loved. I'm hugging this. I'm hugging people today. I'm loving on people today. Then God's like, there you go. Then you will get back the very thing you put out there. What you sow, you will reap. What you put out there comes back to you. Cast your bread upon the water, it comes back on every wave. So, so what you have to look at is realizing that what it is I need, I gotta, I gotta be it. I gotta talk it. I gotta walk it by action and I gotta perform it. And perform, performance is not a bad word, folks. There's a difference when, you know, if, you know, when, when people say, oh, those, those cares, those, you know, churches, they get on stage to have a performance. They're not worshiping God. They have a performance. I'm like, well, don't, don't judge them, first of all. I totally believe that they're worshiping God. But sometimes we need a little glitz and glamour. And there's no problem with, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, God gave us instruments and modern day instruments. Let's use them for goodness sake. Why not? If somebody jumps up and screams and shouts on stage, they're not really, quote unquote, performing in an entertainment way. They're being themselves. Who cares? And if you were truly worshiping God, like you say you are, you wouldn't even pay attention to those people on stage and not judge them. You would say, hey, this is what, you know, this is where I am, and I'm going to just join in with them. What if they're fake on stage? Well, who cares? None of my business. If they want to be completely fake on that stage and just fake it all through, guess what? It does, it's not going to stop me from entering into the kingdom of God and worship and praise. I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me one bit because I'm not here to judge them. If I've, if, if you have to break down something to look at them closely enough to try to catch them, then you know what? You're totally not moving in God. You're totally not moving and seeking God. You're too busy trying to dethrone and hurt and destroy people and judge them. And that's not what God has for us. He's like, look, you know what? If you're in that presence, do what you got to do. Do what you know what's right for you. And so think about the word performance. Performance is not bad. Performance is initiating a great review, initiate a great view. In other words, putting your best foot forward and letting it be that first impression because the first impression was what people remember, right? As we've heard before all of our life. And so performance is nothing, is not bad. 
I mean, action is saying that you are, I'm performing this. Action is telling me I am performing my faith through the action. That's what I'm, I'm performing my action. That's what I'm, I'm performing this thing called action by faith because I want it to happen. Right? So my performance would be, I need to update my resume. I need to, I need to be the, let my first look, if whoever looks at this resume, let it be just a killer resume. I need more money. I need to be able to give some money away then. That's my performance of I'm performing the act of faith to give away that in which I'm, all, I'm, I'm not always expecting to come back to me, but God will just bring it back to me because that's the kind of God we serve. Right? And you move out in love and compassion. And so whatever it is, use your keys, folks. Use your keys. That's how you know it's, it's truly faith. It's moving out in the things that God has promised you by making sure you're, you're connecting the dots. If you're not connecting the dots, then it's never going to happen for you. And so you do wishful thinking while other people do action, right? Because that's aligning with faith. And that's what I hope for you guys is to know what faith really is and, and attract the very things in your life that you're looking for and you need and that God's promised you. You deserve that. So think about the difference today. Notice how faith and law of attraction go hand in hand, bottom line. Notice how wishful thinking, or excuse me, let's go, let's back up. Notice how faith and action go hand in hand. Faith and law of attraction, hand in hand. Wishful thinking and, and nothing, and, and the nothingness go hand in hand. I'm, you know, wishful thinking and sitting on your rear end, that's his best, that is his best friend. Oh, you're just daydreaming. Well, you know what? My daydreaming, if I put action behind my daydream, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna become a living nightmare to you because it's gonna come to pass. That's a good thing, by the way, guys, you know? I mean, it, it, I'm like, I mean, you, you know, if you're expecting something to happen, you keep on daydreaming and say, wait, wait a minute. What if I took an extra faith out of the daydreaming and actually started looking into this subject? Bam! Your wishful thinking turns into faith, true faith. Because then you realize, I'm awakening the faith in me by awakening its best friend, which is action and, and works. And when the moment you do it, wow, things explode. Now, don't get it confused, by the way. Let me just say this real quick. Don't get it confused with the, uh, you know, um, the work situation. Because it's by grace, not lest any man should boast. It's not by works. Well, works is something that you're feeling as if you're trying to gain or you're trying to do it so God can recognize you. It's a wrong motive. But when you have, when you're hopeful and you know God's promised you something, you're going to put some work behind it. You better put some blood, sweat, and tears behind it. It's almost like saying this: when it, when someone goes to Hollywood, how many people have you heard all of your lives where they say they're, they're on the stage crying because they won a contest on The Voice or American Idol or 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 maybe they they, used, they do an interview years and years later after they have been a, a really good successful actor and actress? And what what nine times out of ten, what do they say? I came to Hollywood with ten dollars in my pocket. I sat in my car for weeks, but I was bound and determined. That I was going to get, you know, a part. I was bound to determine I get an audition. And guess what? That's what happened to him. Because that, my friend, is extreme faith because it's extreme action. Denying everything because you're, you're hungry and you're thirsting after that dream, that desire, and it's going to manifest. Right? It's like the Bible says, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they'll be filled. So if you hunger and thirst after the things of God and the things that you know God's promised you, you're going to be filled. In other words, it's going to manifest. It's going to happen. So it's, so, so, so don't let the Word of God be so complicated for yourself. Just know what it means and know what you're after and you go after it and don't let anyone stop you. You don't hurt anybody in the process. You uplift everybody in the process. You, you know, you, you give, you give, give things away. You bless the people because everything that's in your life that you're trying to get your hands on, you want to give it all away because everybody else is looking for the same thing. We're all looking for love. 
We're all looking for our dreams to be, to become to manifest, become reality. And the best way to do it is help other people with their dreams to become reality for them. And as you get so excited for that, God will turn around and say, let me give you sneak previews about, about what's about to happen to you because your dreams are about to really come to fruition for yourself. So that's how you do it, folks. So faith and law of attraction will work hand in hand. It's a beautiful, beautiful, systematic way of uh, in the kingdom perspective of how things just flow. And it's so awesome. It's so amazing. So I just want to encourage every one of you to re-listen, re-listen to this podcast over and over again. Get all this down in your spirit. Get in your head. Get in your soul. Get in your emotions. Get in your, in your action to where you're turning around saying, man, I cannot wait to, to open this front door and run out there and make life work for me. And it's not, and a lot of times people will say, well, I don't want to step out of God's will. Well, you're probably going to step out of God's will because that fear will make sure that you do. But I know a God that says, hey, I honor action. I honor faith. God's not going to look at you and say, you idiot. What is wrong with you? You used my keys. You, 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 you used faith. And now look what you did. Now, now guess what? Now you have to live in your hell for a while until I'm able to redeem you if I'm lucky enough or happy enough to, in, in a good mood to redeem you. No. God's going to say, you know what? I'm going to honor your faith. You, you, you believed me that you heard from me. You put action behind it. And even though you might have maybe made a mistake or it may, it might have it came back to bite you or it didn't turn out exactly what you thought, I'm I'm still going to honor that because anybody that moves out on faith, I'm going to honor that because faith is my best friend. You know, that's how Jesus would look at that. Faith's my best friend. I am, I am the faith. I am the way, truth, and life. So because of that, I'm going to honor you. He's not going to destroy you or hurt you. People that have that kind of mentality are usually people who are raised really bad. Because my parents always honored me when I tried to do something. My dad never said, you idiot, you did that completely wrong. You know, and yet, and yet I'm out there blood, sweating, and tears trying to make something work. He's going to say, you know, hey, you know, it didn't turn out exactly the way I needed it to turn out, but, but thank you for trying. I'm going to honor your trying. I'm going to praise you for trying, right? That's what a good parent does. That's what a good parent. So know that you're seeing a good God and a bad God mentality, all right? And we can get over all that and we can move out into the good mentality, the good God mentality, and know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and those who are called by His purpose. And so remember this today. You want to attract? You want to manifest? Have true faith and throw wishful thinking out the front door. Hey, thank you for listening today to our podcast. I want to encourage you guys, by the way. I just put out a really cool series recently, and I think you'd really like it. But it's actually Power to Create Package. Power to Create Package. It's phenomenal. It's it's several of my books that I put together that teach you how to manifest, create, um, attract, all this fun stuff. And so if you go to the website, identitynetwork.net, just put in Power to Create Package. Four words. Power to Create Package. And when you put those four words in, press the search button. You can download all four of those books within seconds, literally seconds here, about 30 seconds, or you can uh, you can buy them as paperback books. We can autograph them and ship them out to you. I would definitely say let's save some trees and honestly just download them to your computer if you want to. Um, but either way, it's fine with us. We don't care, but we really want to get this message in your spirit because you deserve a fresh new year coming up in 2024 to be able to manifest the things you want and you're looking for that you know God's promised you. So do that today. Start on it. Without Without knowledge, guess what you perish, the Bible says. So you want knowledge, you want wisdom. Jump on what God told you. Remember, knowledge, knowledge and um, uh, knowledge and wisdom are God's keys. Hello? Wisdom cries out. You want to use God's keys. What 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 eradicates perishing? A vision. Without a per- without a vision, the people perish. You want to destroy perishing? Get the key of vision. You wanna you wanna you wanna destroy suffering in your life? 
Do what God says. Knowledge. Knowledge is the key because it says we suffer from lack of knowledge. So get rid of suffering by using the key of knowledge. Learn, 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 learn. God honors those who learn, who read, uh, and, and he uses God's wisdom of what they're learning. That's how God works in that situation. So, as we close today, let me say this. I love saying this because it's it's so relevant and so true for me. This is my lifestyle. If you do not like your day, folks, change your thoughts and the rest of your day will change. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.